Andres Segovia Show. This is the Andres Segovia Show, and I am your host, Andres Segovia. And in this episode, I want to address the elephant in everyone's room all across this country of ours. And that is, are we in a recession? And if we're in a recession, what does that mean for housing? Look, indicators about recession has been talked about for a long time. It's not something new to this year. It has been talked about literally for about two years. People preparing, when's the next recession coming? When's the recession coming? If you missed out on my episode about the housing affordability crisis, I recommend you take a listen to that one. I did share some, some sound bites from a financial economic uh, forecast for realtors. In that same forecast, uh, the CEO of California Association of Realtors, uh, Joel Singer, mentioned that he anticipates the next recession to be within the next year or two. And for a lot of people, after last week's rundown with the, with the stocks, because I believe Monday last week was the worst day for stocks in 2019, a lot of people panic over that and start uh, reacting to that. Like, oh, see, here come the recessions. The yield is at an all-time low or high, whatever it is. Then the Fed ends up cutting the rate. What does that mean? So a lot of crazy things are, are happening and people are wondering, what does this mean? For me, exactly. What does it mean for you? Do you own stock? Because if you don't, you're not affected. If you're interested in buying a house, then you want to pay attention. Because maybe you might want to wait if prices do go down for houses. Because almost everybody does. They don't want to pay too much for a home. And if you're selling, you're probably going to want to put your house for sale now to try to maximize your return on investment versus a lower return on investment. That tends to happen when we enter a recession. How? Is housing going to collapse? No, that's not what I'm talking about because people assume because of the last great recession that we had in 2008, which was led by housing, that everybody assumes that's how it's going to be the next time around. And that is not the case because of a lot of the... If you follow economics, you'll see why it's not housing that, that will be at fault for it. Now, would it be affected? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Whenever there's a recession, there's always this trickling effect. Is it a trickle up or trickle down? Uh, and in the case of housing being the most expensive, it was the trickle that went everywhere because it, it, when it came to housing here in the United States, it affected the world over because people couldn't pay back their investments or their mortgages in this case. Now, in the case of what's happening now with homes being so expensive and people are assuming it's gotta come down if the bigger it is the harder it falls it's not gonna be the domino effect that people were experiencing in 2008 when it came to housing 2008 housing crash was led by what is called the subprime mortgage the subprime mortgages were loans being given to people that couldn't afford them since then the loans are only being given to people that can afford them. And in some cases, some banks put a limit as to how many mortgages you can pull. If you had a certain amount of mortgages, you wouldn't even be able to get another mortgage with that bank because they don't want to take that risk with you. You'd have to go shop somewhere else. And some of those other banks might be closing the doors to you too because you have too many mortgages. You focus on paying that first. And once you pay one off, maybe we'll give you one. Maybe. They're not guaranteeing anything. So when I tell you that last year, 
at least 45% of the units sold in, in California were cash offers, were, were cash purchases. There's no loan tied to that. So how can you, how can a bank repossess a property they don't have any rights to? Because the people that bought them, bought them at cash. I mean, think about it. Almost, almost every house for every two properties were cash purchased. So that's what I mean about when people get concerned about real estate, you got to look at the figures. And when people panic over the stock market, unless you are investing in stocks, unless you have a 401k that's being backed by stocks, that's where you should be paying attention to. The average American does not invest in stocks, but yet everybody pays attention to the stock market as if they are invested in stocks. And they believe the stock market is the economy when it isn't whether you're into stocks or whether you're not into stocks the true question is what does it mean to you if you're sitting on the fence whether you're looking to sell or you're looking to buy these are the things that you should consider when it comes to the recession because look we're gonna have a recession no matter what so let me tell you the pros about buying a home during a recession. And I'm going to use an article from bankrate.com for this one because I believe they listed it uh, pretty well. So here are some of the pros of buying a home during a recession. It's often a buyer's market. A down market is a buyer's market. Houses that hit the market during a recession might be from sellers who can no longer afford their mortgage and are in need of liquidity. This urgency to sell tips the market in the buyer's favor. See? So when supply exceeds demand, buyers can have an easier time negotiating and prices may moderate or fall. That's the anticipation during a recession. Okay, next reason, sellers may be more motivated. For people struggling financially, selling their homes might be the last option before facing foreclosure. Because of this, turnaround on a home purchase could even be quicker and potentially at a good price for the buyer. Most homeowners would rather trade their equity in their home to sell quickly than to go through foreclosure and ruin their credit for seven years, says Sean Breyer, owner of Breyer Home Buyers in Atlanta. With this in mind, solving people's problems allows you to get houses for a reduced amount of money during a recession. Now, while that sounds good, here are the cons of trying to buy a house during a recession. You may have to wait a long time for appreciation on a home purchased during a recession. If you buy a short sale or a foreclosure, you may get a deal, but there are additional disadvantages. There's less room for negotiation. There's harder time for financing. When economic times are tough, it can be more difficult to obtain a mortgage. Yes, ding, 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 ding. I've been telling people this. I'm going to wait for the market to go down, prices to drop so I can buy a home. Yeah, do you have the cash? Or you need a loan. Because when it goes down, lenders may have stricter requirements for approval, such as a higher credit score requirements or even larger down payments. So does that benefit you? And here's the big one. Interest rates go up. So you may be paying less for the house, but now you're paying more for the loan. Whereas in the other version, you would pay more for the house and less for the loan. Think about that. 
And then you'll be competing with the investors, the sharks that have been waiting for this moment, the ones that actually have the cash on hand versus you who do not. And they've been waiting to snipe those properties away. If you ever shopped on eBay, you know that don't get too excited about the bidding war at the beginning of the bid. Get ready for the most exciting five minutes left in the bidding ever as that thing just blows up because the snipers come out and start sniping away at the at the bidding. And I've lost many bids because of that. But the thing is, that's it, that's what happens. And investors sometimes come along and just like put down that piles of money. And in some cases, they know the person that's selling, so that property may never even come to the market in the first place. So that's to think about. So who benefits the most while buying a home during a recession? So this guy McBride of the bankrate.com has been interviewing says, notes that buying a home during a recession depends on how much risk you're willing to take. It takes nerves of steel to sign up for the largest financial commitment you ever had at a time when the economic outlook is bleak. Unemployment is rising and fear and pessimism are rampant, says McBride. Those who work in in industries that are most vulnerable to economic downturn should think twice before buying a home during a recession. Getting laid off and being unable to afford a, uh, a monthly mortgage jeopardizes your financial future. The bottom line is, if you have patience, savings, and overall financial health to weather weak economic times, don't let the next recession or fear of one come between you and your housing needs. And that's exactly the tips that I always give my listeners and anyone that I interview with. This is what I tell them. If you have the financial strength to do so, there's no reason why you shouldn't. Because a lot of people say, well, there's, there's recession signs everywhere. Why are you going to buy a house? See, that's when you don't know the economics or the principles, the five economic principles of owning a home. And that normally comes from people that have a stigma against those that do not like people owning homes. I don't know why, but I'm just telling you that there are those that envy those that can have. So if you can have, by all means, be one of those haves. Don't be that the have not to judge everybody else for having things. So that's all I have to say about the recession. If you have any questions regarding this, by all means, reach me through any of the social media uh, channels that you want. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Check me out on YouTube. All the links are available on my website, www.theandressegovia.com. If, you now, if you're interested in getting into real estate, whether you're buying, selling, trading, hey, check out my stuff at www.segoviares.com. That's segoviares.com. I'm Andres, associate broker and Mark on real estate. Some people seem to forget about that, but remember that I also actually deal with people and transactions. So that's it for this episode. I'll see you on the next one.